I'm teaching on Christian leadership today. Qualities of a Christian leader. Luke chapter 22, beginning in verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Peter denied Jesus three times. It's amazing how God does, you figure God would, would choose those that are most qualified. The strongest of us. The, the, the have all the attributes and all the, the skills and the abilities to, to become whatever God desires for that position of leadership. But over and over, God chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. God chooses the one, the, those that are not qualified for the position. I mean, if you need an example of those that are not qualified to position, here I am. God chooses the unqualified, but he qualifies them by changing them. And it becomes, it becomes a testimony of the goodness of God and what God could do through someone's life as they begin to serve the Lord, amen. And today I wanna to talk to you about Christian leadership, strengthen them. That's the title of my message, is strengthen them. Because Peter, Jesus told him, said, listen, you're going to, Satan has asked for you, but I prayed for you. And when you return to me, strengthen, strengthen the brethren. Not only did God, not only did Jesus tell him what was going to happen, but he told him about the provision that was made for him to be delivered and then he gave him a purpose and a vision of what's going to happen after you've been, he's been restored. It's amazing. It's amazing how Jesus was able to speak it all out to Peter and show him his destiny. And we, and you know, to tell you the truth, we are, being we are still being strengthened by Peter. Where would the church be if Peter did not return to Jesus? Because really there was, only, there, was, there was two people that denied Jesus. One of them was Peter and the other was Judas. And Judas did not return, but Peter did. You have to understand there's always going to be a spiritual warfare that's going to take place. A battle that's going to come to try to knock you out of becoming who God wants you to be. But you have to learn to fight in the spirit. Battles that can only be won by faith. That's the way we fight, by faith. Trusting what God said, trusting in the Lord. You know, it doesn't say it in the scripture, but I could just imagine when Peter had denied Jesus three times and he ran away in shame. I could just imagine those words that Jesus said, because it, it talks about how he remembered what Jesus said that before the, the clock uh, turns, I forgot what time it was, that he would deny him three times. I remember, uh, you know, G, uh, Peter remembered that, but 
do you think that Peter probably remembered that same thing that Jesus said, I've prayed for you. I've prayed for you. Amen. Thank God for the word that encourages us in our dark times. Amen. Hallelujah. And so it's, it's a battle by faith. Amen. You will win by faith. Tell your name, neighbor, you'll win by faith. And understand this, that every battle that comes, there's a promise of victory when you follow the Lord. There's always a promise of victory. And so don't ever get discouraged when the fight shows up. You get excited, you know. When there's a fight dealing with your family, dealing with your children, dealing with your work, dealing with your health. When there's a fight, remember there's always a promise in the word of God that you will have victory if you turn to the Lord. Amen. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. It says, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Amen. And so there's always victory that's available for you in every trial, in every situation. You have a promise of victory in Jesus' name. Amen. And through that victory, people are going to see God's glory. People are going to see how God delivered you, how God provided for you, how God redeemed you, how God saved you through that, through that test. Amen. I love, you know, Jesus says, I prayed for you. Amen. Thank God for prayer warriors. You know, it's so important that you pray for others. The Bible talks about that we pray for one another. But, you know, when you're going through that season, don't be ashamed to go up to someone and say, pray for me. Pray for me. Know that people, that, that people have gone before God to, to lift you up in prayer and to speak over your life so that it doesn't matter what's coming your way, that you know that you have an army of prayer warriors that are lifting you up before the Lord. Amen. And they're listening, and, he's, and your prayers are being heard by God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is on your side. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and I thank God that he will always make a way. How many know that he's a way maker? Hallelujah. So Jesus tells them, when you have returned to me, strengthen your brothers. And that's the area of leadership. That's the area where we become a leader who helps others rise above their enemies. You know, when we go through situations and we go through our own fights, it's not just for us to go through a fight and get to the other side and, and thank God for it. But it's, it's so that we can use the things that we learned in the fight to strengthen others. There are things that you, are, that you have gone through that others are going through today. And, and God wants, you to, wants to use you to encourage them and help them in their walk. So that you lift up their hands and you uphold them and you strengthen them in their walk. Because there's, you know, a lot of times when we're going through fights, we kind of feel like we're the only one. Like we're the only one that's ever experienced this. And we feel isolated and we feel trapped as if there's no way out. But I want to let you know that we have victory in Jesus' name. And that there are brothers and there's sisters that, that God will help rise up or to surround you and encourage you in your time of trial. Amen. And that's why it's important that we pray for one another and we encourage one another. Amen. That we strengthen one another. Amen. We become leaders. Leaders, people that, that will help others that will lead people to Christ and lead people to the victory that God has given them. Amen. And that's why I wanted you to, to prophesy over one another that you are a leader. Because we need more leaders. We need people to lead us to Jesus. People to lead us to the ways of the Lord. People to, people to lead us into the victory that God has for us. Amen. 
And if we're going to grow as a body of Christ, we have to have more leaders that rise up. Because the Bible says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. I want to tell you, those laborers are all leaders. They're leading people to Christ. They're leading people to the kingdom of God. They're leading people into the ways of God. And I believe that you're a leader that God's raising up for this season, this time, to redeem man back to God, to bring salvation to those that are lost, to lead people out of that darkness and into the wonderful light of Jesus Christ. Amen. You're a leader. You're a leader. And it's your season, your time to lead. I thank God that, 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 that you've been faithful with whatever God's given you. But it's time to rise up and become more. Become more. Because the time is short. The time is short. Our, our, our Lord and Savior is coming. And the harvest is plentiful. The world is experiencing revival. I don't want to miss it. I want to be a part of the move of God. Amen. I want to be part of whatever God is doing. I want to be a part of it. And it's going to take godly leaders that are going to help us to enter into the, the, the things of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You're a leader. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you're a leader. God is raising you up to lead others to him. Helping them to enter into his kingdom. Amen. And so today I want to talk to you about the qualities of godly leadership. Because if you're going to be a leader, I want you to be a good leader. Amen. I want you to be a good leader. The first quality of a godly leader is a leader has a purpose. You have to have a purpose. Not every, we're not called to everything, but we're all called to something. Amen. And you might say, well, pastor, I don't know what my purpose is. Just, can, just start serving God. And as you serve God, God will begin to put his purpose inside your heart. It'll burn like fire. Amen. And, and, and you'll know that it's exactly what you're supposed to do. Amen. And so just, you know, what I love about, about the Lord is the Lord will, will, will call you as you are serving. What happened with Elisha? Elisha was anointed by Elijah, but he was plowing in the field. Amen. He wasn't just doing nothing. When you begin to serve God, watch how God's purpose for your life begins to become clearer and clearer and clearer. Amen. So a leader has to have a purpose. Amen. It's, it's God's plan becomes my purpose. Amen. So what God has spoken in my heart, what God is putting in my heart, what God is directing my heart to do, that becomes my purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. And the second quality of a leader is a leader is someone who learns, equips himself for the position. There are a lot of people that they serve in church, but they never grow. They, 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 they say, I'm called to do this, but they don't excel in the ministry that God has given them. And so, you know, just enough is not enough. Just enough is not enough. If you think that, oh, I'm just doing, I'm doing enough to get beyond the task that I'm supposed to do, that's not good enough. You should be learning. You should be educating yourself. The Bible says the things that are hidden belong to God, but the things that have been revealed belong to man. Open up a book. Learn something. Become stronger in your, in your position of serving, in your position of leading. Understand this, leading is not it's not just about, it's not about you. 
Leading is about strengthening the brethren, strengthening your brothers. Remember, the kingdom of God is an upside down kingdom. You know, so you're not called to be served, you're called to serve. And so if you're going to be a good leader, you have to expand your capacity to do things by learning new things. Amen. Don't let the, this day, you know, be destroyed by you not growing in faith and in wisdom and in knowledge. Amen. Not everything comes from the Bible. If you're, if you're, you're becoming a leader in, in, say you're becoming a leader in the medias, you're not going to open up a Bible to teach you how to video direct or how to set the camera to make Pastor Kevin look good. Amen. But someone who, who really desires to serve God in that ministry will learn those things. You know, this whole, uh, this whole trip I went to in Australia, I mean, we saw hundreds of miracles. Not one of them was recorded on video. Because I can't minister and record myself and ministering at the same time. Some people think, well, where's the video? I don't got a selfie anointing. But I'm believing God, someone's going to rise up to record and edit and produce it so that the world could be give, give God glory for those miracles. Oh, but pastor, it's special, you know, just for, you know, for, for those people. You know, there's a reason why they wrote down the miracles in the word of God. I love what, what T.L. Osborne said. He, he said, go and preach the gospel to all nations and bring a camera. Amen. How many of you would have loved to see the, the, the picture of, of that woman singing when she couldn't, she couldn't even talk or hear, the, hear her voice? She sounded like, a, she sounded like an angel. She was beautiful. Amen. But none of it was recorded. Amen. Hallelujah. And it takes people that, that desire to lead in that area and desire to grow in that area, you know, and, and, and they learn something. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you're going to be a leader, you know, you have to be willing to grow and learn and educate yourself. Amen. Even if you're, if you're serving in the ministry of ushering, you're serving in children's you're serving in the food ministry, you sh in any area you're serving, you're serving in marriage, you're serving in, in business, whatever area you're serving, learn something. And never stop learning. You know, you could, you could, be a, a, you could have a doctorate degree in something, but you still learn. As long as you're breathing, you should be learning something. Amen. And what you do is as you learn those things, you submit it unto God for his purposes. Amen. You say, Lord, I know you call me to do this, so I'm going to learn this, what, what, what's out there. And Lord, I've, I'm expecting you to give me wisdom on how to do it even better. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, learn something. Amen. Hallelujah. And so you have to learn. The Bible says in 2 Timothy Chapter 2, verse 15 says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. And so you have to prepare yourself. Amen. Prepare yourself to serve. Prepare yourself to lead. To lead amen. Hallelujah. The other quality, the next quality of a, a, a Christian leader is that leader is faithful. We, we, let's, let's, just, let's just preach another two hours on faithfulness right here. 
Faithful. Number one, you do what you say you're going to do. Amen. You don't make excuses. You don't treat serving the Lord as something that you do. Let me just say this. There's no such thing as being a volunteer in the kingdom of God. You've been bought with the price, the blood of Jesus. Amen. And so when you commit yourself to doing something for God, you should be faithful. More faithful than your job. Amen. Yeah, but I get paid in my job. Yeah, but you've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. If you're going, if you're going to serve God and you want God to use you in leadership, you've got to be faithful. If you say you want to do something and you want to be a part of it, you show up and you be, your, you be the best and don't come with a bad attitude. Amen. If you're going to serve in the ministry, you know, there's stuff that you're not going to want to do, but you can do it unto the Lord. Amen. Put on some joy. Amen. Put on some joy. Put a smile. But pastor, I don't want to clean toilets. Start worshiping God while you're cleaning those toilets. Amen. Understand people need that to come to church. Amen. (laughs) Whatever area it is, be faithful. Be faithful. And, and let, let me say this real loud. If you're supposed to be here at a certain time, get here early. Look at your neighbor and say, Pastor's talking about you. Get here early. If you're supposed to serve at, if, if they told you to be here at 10 a.m., be here at 940 Hello? You know, everybody that's in, in Christian leadership right now, they're all laughing. They're like, no excuses. If you could get early for your job, you could get early to serve the Lord. Amen. What's required of you to serve God, you have to serve God greater than what you serve man. It's required. It's required. And if you cannot serve God greater than you serve man, then you're not, you're, you're, you're not qualified to serve. Because serving the Lord is a blessing. Serving the Lord is an honor. Amen. And so you have to be faithful with the place that you are serving in. Because God is looking for people that are faithful. He's looking for faithful stewards of the, of the ministry that God will give you. Amen. And if you're faithful in the little, the Lord will make you ruler over much. You, you think I just got here. I was faithful. When this ministry, when this building was being constructed, it was just an empty barn. There was wood beams all over the place that need to be destroyed and and removed and walls that needed to be to go up and all that this was a big pigeon coop i quit college i loaded my trunk full of tools that i didn't know how to use 
And when nobody showed up for work, I was breaking stuff. One day my dad says, hey, go up on the attic over here and clean out all the bird poop. I grabbed a, a, that little dustpan and I used it like a shovel. And I grabbed, uh, you know, some plastic bags and I went in there and just, I didn't know you were supposed to wear masks and all that stuff. I did that for three days. And there is nothing wrong with me. I did that for three days. And there ain't nothing wrong with me. What I, di I didn't realize is I was cleaning up the office of my father that was going to become my, my office. Amen. Faithful. Faithful. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, be faithful. Be faithful. Hallelujah. And, and let, me, let, me, uh, let me just, let me say this. Do not quit. Do not quit. If God called you, be faithful with the call of God and do not quit. What, you think God changed his mind? No, God didn't change his mind. You, you, your faith is just, just needs to be lifted up. Just because you're having disagreements and because it's a difficult season or something's going on, you know, don't quit. Don't quit. If, if you believe that God's called you to that ministry, grab all that ministry, amen. If, if, you need, if you need a rest, come talk to and get some rest, amen. You know, get rest and jump back in, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, there's a lot of preachers that they're going through stuff, and, and when they go through stuff, they end up, you know, well, I, I need to take a sabbatical. I need to take a rest. That's the end of their ministry. That's the end of their ministry. You preach your way out. You minister your way out, amen. You sing your way out. You, you give God glory, amen. You cover yourself with God's anointing, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say faithful. faithful. Hallelujah. And, uh, Another quality of a, of a Christian leader is, and this is the last one I'm going to go over, is a, a Christian leader is a leader of love. A leader of love. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 7, it says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Amen. And this, this one is really special because love, it causes the, the leader to grow. Love causes you to dig deep for what's needed so that you could be a good leader. Amen. When I uh, became pastor... And I began to lead the, the, the fellowship of Faith Please God Church. All I wanted to do was be a good pastor. I didn't care if my name was known. I didn't care if anything that the world says is, is success. I didn't care about any of that. All I wanted to do is that I wanted to be a good pastor. That anybody that came into this fellowship, their lives would be changed. They will experience the glory of God. And they will grow in the kingdom of the Lord. That was my only desire. And as I began to 
to, to ask, how can I become a good pastor? I had people that were instructing me and they were saying, why don't you do this and do this? And these were people that were supposed to be experts. And I started going and, and, and they were training me to become a, a pastor that will attract the masses, attract the masses. And I would go to these events and, and I would look at everything and they had everything perfect. They had the, the, the buildings were perfect, the facilities were perfect, the, the technology, the, 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 the lighting, even the, the helpers, everybody was perfect. The person that opened up the door, I'm thinking, he should be pastoring this church, not me. And I would come back from these meetings thinking that I'm doing nothing. But every week I would see people healed, saved, delivered, people's lives radically transformed. But I would go to these meetings and they would have great talks and great inspiration and, and, and great everything. I mean, it was, it was perfect. But, and I would come out of these meetings thinking, I'm doing nothing. But when I went, when I went back home, it was like, you know, constant warfare, setting people free, battling against the, 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 the dark spirits over this area. But I felt like I was doing nothing because I was not in the image that they were in. And one day the Lord spoke to me. He said, stop going to those churches. Stop going to those conferences. I'm going to give you the secret on how I want you to build my church. And so he told me these two things. He said, number one, I want you to love everyone I bring you. And number two, I want you to give them time to grow. That's all the Lord told me to do. And since he told me that, that's all I've been doing. If you come to this church, I love you even before I need you. But pastor, you don't know what I've done. You don't know, I don't care, I love you. You don't even know my name, but I love you. I'm gonna be patient, I'm gonna be kind, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do whatever I can for you to be saved, do whatever I can to see your family blessed. I'm on your side, amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to give you time to grow. I'm going to be patient. I know some of you, I even led personally to Christ, but never showed up to church. Still didn't show up to church, but I kept on inviting you. I kept on reaching out to you. I kept on encouraging you. I would see people even cross the road when, they, when I'd be walking by. He's going to invite me to church. He's going to invite me to church. <laughs> but now they're here. And there's others coming. Amen. And what, what causes me to, to be this way is love. I love you so I can't give up on you. I love you so if there's something going on in your life that, that you need help, I want to be someone that God could use to bring that help. I might not have the answer, but I'll go find someone who does. Amen. You become my ministry. You become the one that I want God to bless, the one that I want God to use. See, the thing about love, it causes you to change so that you could be a blessing to others. It causes you to go and seek out treasures from other places to bring it to those that are in need. You know, why, why do, why, I forgot to tell you, they, they had their first service in the church in Mexico, in Apan, Mexico. It's completely constructed, amen. I don't know if you have that picture. Can you put the picture, one of the pictures up? They had the very first service on, on the Friday. Uh, we, we, had, we had given, there's the first service, uh, the new church there. Amen. 
And, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, next year we're going to build three churches. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, uh, I'm, I'm just, why do we give? Because we love. Amen. And you're going to understand that, that love, it is the, the number one quality of a Christian leader. Of a Christian leader. An earthly leader is different, but a Christian leader, someone who proclaims the gospel of Jesus Christ, someone who's being used by God, love is the number one quality that's needed in a Christian leader. If you have love, all those other things will come. I'll share one last testimony. They, they called up Mother Teresa in front of the United Nations. And uh, they gave her an award to just uh, honor her and recognize the work that she's done for humanity. And so here she was in, in the United Nations and speaking in front of all the countries of the world. And she said, if you don't want the homeless, give them to me. I'll take care of them. If you don't want the sick, give them to me. I'll take care of them. She began to talk about all those that people have rejected in society. And she said, give them to me. I will take care of them. Now, understand, she is a woman that does not have any wealth. But she has the heart of God. And when you have the heart of God, whatever is needed will be provided. Love will release the abundance. Love will release the wisdom. Love will release the answer to all a man's problems, all of society's issues. God is love. Amen. Hallelujah. And I believe that God is raising up mighty Christian leaders in this fellowship in Jesus' name. Amen.